Hey, 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 I'm Fetish Jay McKee, and I'm here to talk to you about the Meat Cake Invitational, baby. It is here. It's going to be February 26th at Tinker House Events. We want you to be there, be square. It's going to be eight chefs making the best meat cakes in the city, in the world. This is a one-of-a-kind event. I'm talking the best eight chefs in the city, and they're going to make a wedding cake size meat cake. What's a meat cake? Well, come and find out. Buy your tickets at eventbrite.com. So I wanted to do something for Juneteenth, and Juneteenth always falls during Pride Month. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to do like a, a big gay black like ice cream sundae. And yes. I was just like... <laughs> I was like, well, I don't feel comfortable just doing the gay part, so I was gonna have like, I I, I need some I need some gay chefs to help me do the yeah. gay part. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'll do the black part, you do the gay part, and we'll put a giant <laughs> Sunday together for Juneteenth ice cream. I love that. Uh, June. Oh dang, I had something, but I don't no, want to say it. No, 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 it's all right. Mm -mm. We'll cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm okay. Was it a pun? It was. <laughs> How'd you was know? I scream, you scream, we all scream for... This queen. Yay! I mean, there's... Yeah, queen can go both ways on that. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm eating brunch with my people, though. The homie Dyke just cooked up a feast and we about to eat it, bro. Fucked around and has to miss the lobster with the poutine. Daddy is rolling blow dream. Them boys got down a routine. It's nap town culture. Cooking seven courses. Had to pass the torch and now I'm grabbing second portion. So sit back, relax, grab a drink and a smoke. It's all the brunch on the way and get prepared for the jokes. Whoa. Hey. Hi, and welcome to the Heart of Brunch Podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels, and with me as always, my co-host, Daddy's Shane McKee. Sock Posse! Of the ones, the twos, the wheels, the steel, the sauce boss of Indianapolis, and the last woke dragon, give it up for Zach Roan! Hey there! Two very special guests with us in studio, Dion and Shakira from Milkman's Daughter. Uh, I'm very excited. Uh, I don't. I don't know anything about your story. All I know is that I saw these incredible cocktails online, and I was like, "Oh, this seems to be a black-owned craft cocktail business." And I was like, "I want them on the show." <laughs> <laughs> so anything else is just bonus. Oh, oh also, it's the beginning of February. Meat so cake. happy Black History. Well, yeah, we'll get, we'll get there. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying happy meat cake. I was like, well, it's both. That's bad when meat cake takes precedent over <laughs> Black History Month. I've done I've done a couple Black History Months though. Yeah, I've had a whole lifetime of Black History Months. <laughs> I've only had three meat cakes. There we go. But we can have both. Yeah, and we will have both. It's happening right now. Uh, so we're kicking off uh, Black History Month and Meat Cake Month uh, with uh, Milkman's daughter. Um, thank you for being on the program today. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. I don't even know where to start. I have so many questions. Well, we started with Black History Month. How do you guys celebrate? <laughs> it's a really good question. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, oh, man, this is perfect. So earlier I was telling you about how I would like to um, have some cocktails um, that are inspired by you know, celebrities. And in this case, I really want something that is inspired by um black celebrities or black influencers that have really 
inspired you. Uh, like I have one cocktail in mind that is going to be um, inspired by Tony sorry. Morrison. Yes, Tony mm-hmm. Morrison's um, Song of Solomon because her main character in that is Milkman. Okay. And we are Milkman's daughter. Mm. So, you know, I'm going to make a cocktail inspired by that. Um, but that's how I'm going to celebrate. And I really want you guys to, like, help me I like that. to come up with some cocktails and some people. Yeah. Malcolm, the Malcolm yeah. X. Oh, my Great. gosh. Yes. yes. Mm. One of my favorite black influencers. Yeah. yeah same. It used to yeah. be, like, a noir or something. Rachel Dolezal. Yeah, very good. Okay, okay. <laughs> Go on. Well, Tell well, me more. Tell yeah, me it's more. A, it's just a, it's just a shot of milk. <laughs> I feel like Zach didn't like that one. Zach was like, "I'm not here for that joke." Wait, wait, wait. Can we do a shot of milk with a, a sprinkle of cinnamon on top? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's perfect. I'm lactose intolerant, so yes. <laughs> oh, 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 there she is. There's the queen right there. Okay, <laughs> yeah. she's doing great. Pre and post. Oh. Um, mm. So and so so did you? You came out of the Union Fifty cocktail program. Did I make that up? Uh, yes. Okay. All right. You did, you did. Where did you come from? <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere, but uh, no, I've, I've been in the industry for in the Indianapolis industry for like eleven years. Well, since two thousand eleven, um, I've been everywhere. I think recently I met um, Plat ninety nine, and I was there before. Um, but like Bar one fourteen, Harry and Izzy's downtown. Oh dang. Um, Saint Joseph's. Yeah, Saint Joseph's. Great place. No Whoa. I remember it had numbers in it. I think that's what it was. So <laughs> I got a lot of numbers. Plat 99. Yeah. You did 50. Um, and did you start, did you start off like, cause I started off like serving and then got mm-hmm. into bartending. And then did you just like really enjoy making craft cocktails? I or really like, did. Mm-hmm. I was, I didn't drink for a long, long time. Um, and, I, but I was really interested. I was like, how does this work? Mm-hmm. Um, so, one one of my co-workers from 45 was like, hey, I'm at this new place. I think you'll be great there. And it was Chef Joseph's. And that's actually where I got my bartending start. And I gave myself a tutorial of everything. And I was like, today is going to be vodka day because I didn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. So I like I actually really studied. I was like, what does this taste like? To me, it was all terrible. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like so this burns a little less. But um, <laughs> other than that, like, I really took notes. I was like, all right, I would read the backs of all the bottles, read the boxes that they came in to see what kind of flavors and yeah. what um, what notes they wanted you to take away from it. And then from vodka, I moved to gin, to whiskey, wine. And, like, I just covered the whole, all of it. And Did your palate start to adjust and you start to appreciate it after a while? Yeah, after, after some time, like, I was just like, I can't do all 20 of these in one day anymore. <laughs> But like I really, and then just talking to a lot of the regulars who would go there who like gin over, you know, like over vodka. I was like, well, what do you like? So I would just interview them and figure out, you know, like of course a lot of people are like, I like Hendrix. Oh, I like Tangeray. Okay, well, what's the difference? Mm -hmm. You know, and just really started from the ground up and um, getting a comprehensive knowledge that way. I used to work at uh, Hotel Tango and we would do a lot of craft I mean, it was all craft cocktails there, but I was interested. I was always interested in kind of how 
similar and different cooking is than like craft co- like mm-hmm. it's in some ways it's very similar mm-hmm. and in some ways it's like completely different you know so certain things that would work for me for with food i would try to recreate mm-hmm. you know a co- i was trying to make like a blt cocktail Ooh. you know and Ooh. that'd be really good with whiskey yeah and so you know sometimes they worked out sometimes they didn't <laughs> sometimes we would have ideation meetings and everybody's just wasted afterwards. <laughs> Here, try this. Here, try this. Here, try that. that what was the base? Vodka? I think it was different. There was some infused gins. There was definitely like, uh, there was like a meat one. There was a lead, uh, yeah, it was lettuce, tomato. I think said lead. I'm like, I think that's bad. One had a lot of lead in it. <laughs> this is my lead cocktail. Yes. It's a killer. So what? what is the, uh, what's the division of duties within the company? Yeah, that's a really good question. So um, I like to say that Dion's like the, she's the bread and the butter, you know, she's everything that the business is. She's our mixologist. Um, And for me, it's more, when I came on, it was more operational. So making sure, getting us on social media, making sure, um, you know, the emails, all of the things you guys already know about, you know, the back end stuff, Um, making sure that can get done so she can be um, the creative connoisseur that she is, you know, let her shine through. So then we can focus on everything else, get the marketing out, things like that. Cause that's kind of like, that's my background is media and marketing. So when I came on, it was really to just help enhance her and build her up. So what, so is it for just private events? Like what all, what all services would you be providing? Yeah, right now we're really, um, in the private event sector. So, like uh, the private brunches, the dinners, uh, intimate weddings. Uh, we have marketing or like Time networking out. Vi- events. What's an unintimate wedding? Man. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, it's the ones where you go to and there's like 100, 200 people. You know what I'm saying? Where like mm-hmm. the bride, the the couple is like, you haven't even talking to, t- like talked to them throughout the entire oh. time. You know, like those really big, like mm-hmm. those big venue oh, weddings. You know what I'm okay, saying? Those yeah. are, the ones where they don't kiss at the end, like it's so unintimate. <laughs> yes. You're like, all right. It's just, it's just yes. a handshake. It's yeah, just <laughs> a handshake. They sign the papers. The wedding That's was it. for the family. Dap the wedding was up. for the family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're married. Good, good game, good game. Good game. Everybody gives a thumbs up. No clapping. That's it. Good question, though. All right. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Uh, And and I and one. I think that's really cool because like that that's something that really uh, I think if you really want to impress people or you know have that kind of like personalized. It's kind of like when people get like someone to roll cigars at an event. You know, like having like your own craft bartender come in mm-hmm. now will you make specialty specialty cocktails for for each event mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah. and that's something too like you bring up a really good point like that's what we want more people to know especially here is like this is a totally feasible thing that you can do for your gathering or your event at mm-hmm. your home in your backyard or on your deck or something yeah if you want to do something to like enhance it or like to make your guests feel seen or like yeah. oh wow they really like yeah. Hold out everything for us, like that's what, mm-hmm. we, and it's super feasible. Like we can work you, work with you on that, and it's something that anybody can do. Yeah. Yeah, and to have, I mean, you're both very friendly too. So like, you. you get like a fun person <laughs> in right. there. It's like, I mean, I work at a wedding venue, and I'm not always a fun bartender. Let me tell you that. Okay. <laughs> like, so. uh, not all wedding parties are fun to no, work yeah, for. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here's your vodka soda. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> What do you want from me? <laughs> that guy bites. Where did the term uh, Milkman's Daughter come from? Uh, good question. Yeah, this is the good. movie, correct? 
no, but the no. book. The book. <laughs> <laughs> the other one. Yeah. It was the book. Uh, well, honestly, so I was um, working my way through grad school, um, and I was like, "What better way to work your way through grad school than to bartend?" So I was just bartending, and um, then the pandemic happened and shut down all bartending. I was like, "Great." So how can I work my way through grad school now? And um, one of my friends called me up and was like, man, I really wish you can just teach me how to make this cocktail. And I was like, well, why can't I? So I did that for her. And then through word of mouth, it kind of just spread. Um, I was kind of becoming your, became your uh, modern day bootlegger. Had these okay. mason jars and would leave them at um, people's on people's doorsteps and because we didn't know how to communicate we would just like text and like i'd take a picture i'm like hey here it is and they come out i'm like thanks you know and as i'm like running to my car because we have to i was keeping like 20 feet from people at that time oh yeah i'm like i don't know how to do this you know i don't i don't know but just making sure everybody was safe um and like i said word of mouth and that's you know when some of my regulars would leave their empties on the on the sidewalk or like their porch and they get a discount the next time they ordered. So it was more like a, like a milk service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But with, back in the day. But yeah. with booze. Exactly. Exactly. But with wonderful booze. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> it was so much fun, honestly. Yeah. I feel like we could do like a fun commercial, like a black and white, where you guys are like, <laughs> yeah. you know, putting the the booze on the porch, mm-hmm. yeah. knocking on the door, running like away. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got a I've got a random door. question. Uh, I was talking about this because I said you, I was having y'all on. Uh, what kind of like l- like license do you need to to do that to do a craft cocktail pop up? That's a really good question. We that's that's not random. We get it all the time. Um, Indiana's liquor laws are super tricky, as y'all are very well aware. Um, so with that, because we provide a service and labor, mm-hmm. um, the way we get around that is that we typically have our hosts or whoever our clients are. They will go and get the liquor okay. itself. Oh, okay. We come, we provide that, you know, that service, yeah. the labor, as we just said. And that's the loophole around that. That's how we do it. So there's no, like, licensure with that. We have our insurance, and we still have our clients sign mm. a contract. Yeah. Um, but that's how we get That's how we do that. That's yeah. what I thought it might be. Yeah, because you have, like, that. every state is different. Every count, county mandate is different, too. Mm-hmm. Like, down in Georgia... Like they have like no laws when it comes to mobile bartending or portable bartending, mm. private bartending, any of that. Here, there's so much. But mm. the good thing about living in this state is that whenever anything is on private property, I mean, you're good. You're like you're golden. Like private property is private property. Yeah. So that's why we really love private events because we can truly do whatever. Whatever. Yeah. And then you can still bring like all like your simples and your mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. mixers and and all that stuff as long as they provide the alcohol. That's yep. yeah. You that's guys are good. like a walking speakeasy. Yeah. Low key, oh, yeah. Man. I mean, we have yeah. our own portable bar too, and mm-hmm. that's been so much fun lately is bringing our bar cuz we can set that up in like 5 minutes and it's like 5 feet tall and it really gives you that experience. Okay. It's and great. it fits with almost any like aesthetic. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's yeah. great. When did when did you, when did y'all start? We uh, Well, I guess you started yeah, in yeah. the pandemic, you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then everything opened up, so it wasn't a, like a really big need for us. And then all of a sudden, people started wanting us to do these private events. And I was like, "All right, so maybe like I'm not sure." Summer this past summer is when 
we started, mm-hmm. we decided to do the portable bartending and mobile bartending. And then we decided to go legal in October. <laughs> we were like, you know what? We should probably like get an LLC or like, you know, in case like excise like comes or anything. Like that, you know, we should like yeah. have our shit in order. So. What is the significance of the design of the, the logo there? So this is from 2020. So this is when Dee was like by herself was like kind of doing this. We I would help her like go and like deliver cocktails and stuff during the panini. Um, but this was just her like getting some original designs out and stuff. But we completely did a rebrand recently um, oh, cool. in October and stuff. So we did a we actually hired somebody to come and do like a logo and everything like that. But this was just like this was her creation. Her original oh, you're wearing logo. the th- you're wearing the throwback. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. All right. That's cool. We're at 2020. Yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. Is this some of the new while we're mm-hmm. here? Yeah, yeah. The website. Uh, and I don't know who does your guys' uh, photography, mm-hmm. but I mean, oh, it, wow. it's beautiful. It's Thank the, you. The Thank colors you. pop. It's really yeah. something that when I was scrolling through Instagram, it, it made me stop and look yeah. and go, what is this? Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah we appreciate that. That's like a little bit of, of both of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have a little bit of the like the classic with the new, like so that one, that cocktail with the orange peel coming out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, a milk washed old fashioned or like a, yeah. Yeah, and then next to it is the quarantini, which really put us on the map. There, <laughs> that's our that's the OG. That was like that is everything. Yeah, yeah. Man, we should have them take the pictures. This is amazing. I know. And you uh, you brought a cocktail for uh, for all of us today. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you like to explain? Yeah. Okay. So this one is a real. This is a fun one for me because I love espresso martinis, but I'm not a big fan of vodka, and so I wanted to figure out how to elevate it just a little bit so this one is made with rum like a um a jamaican or a rum from the barbados and uh uh let's see and i made a saccharum a saccharum with it so it's like a simple syrup that is not so simple Mm. as it (laughs) i know i'm like i don't know how to explain this Uh, but basically you take the citrus so peels from lemons and oranges Mm -hmm. and you i put it with some brown sugar and put in the vacuum seal bag and left it alone for like a week and a half. And I bring it back out and put it, like dilute it with a little bit of water and make a nice rich syrup. Mm. Um, I use that because that's how you like back, back, back in the day before Amazon prime, that's how they shipped coffee mm. to the colonies. Okay. Right? Um, and all over the world. And that usually was you put with citrus. So that's where you get some of that acid from too. So it really balances it out in the end. Um, and then, so a cold brew or espresso mm-hmm. and some rum and some Jamaican bitters. I want everything from that belt to just come into this cocktail. And it just, I love it. I, I've sat on that for like a week maybe before I tried to make it. Yeah. And I was like, I think this is gonna work. I think it's gonna work. And luckily Shakira was like, able to you know help me to figure out like the taste testing part because i went two different ways but that jamaican and putting um that citrus on top of it it's just like sealed i always say there's not enough rum cocktails that's yeah that's how i feel Uh, every day every day i wake up and i say that (laughs) (laughs) have you uh used uh barbecue yet because we were talking about you being haitian a little bit you have some haitian blood in you 
and uh, that rum is like one of the best rums. If you haven't tried, have you tried it? No, I have not. But right. I've heard of it, and it is on my list. Yeah, you I just gotta can't find it. It's yeah, it's difficult. You have to know a Haitian, so I'll I'll hook you up. <laughs> okay, you. I'm glad I'm in there. Mm-hmm. What were you in grad school for? Um, therapy, so counseling. Okay. Mm-hmm. I say that because it's like I do it across the board. You know, in the daytime, I work with children. I'm a, a child psychologist, well, basically a child psychologist, a child therapist, um, and then I work with adults at night, and yeah. I'm just like doing the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Liquid therapy. Yeah. That's the name of one of my businesses. <laughs> it's not the liquid you think. Right. It's uh, lay in the plane. Lay in the plane. <laughs> Let him cook. <laughs> it's uh, I don't know how to land this. <laughs> uh, so we put uh, we put a menu together uh, for you, and the theme today was spirits. Um, and I started off with a uh, a take on a, a Bloody Maria. It was a Bloody Maria soup. I was concerned with how much tequila to put in a soup. <laughs> like, I was like, I want to taste it. I want you to know it's there. But then I was just, like, terrified that I was just going to, like, spoil an entire soup, which was, like, this just tastes like tequila. This is gross. <laughs> And then one of my favorite, one of my friends did this for like some cooking competition once. She just made grilled cheese croutons for like some sort of tomato based soup. And I was just like, I don't want to eat tomato based soup without grilled cheese croutons in it now. So <laughs> that was it. And then the, I don't know, the pickle, I, I pickle butts for some reason were a big hit. I don't know. I like a couple of people come back like, I really like the pickle on there. <laughs> the pickle butts. Pickle butts. Um, and then uh, a rum glazed uh, pineapple chicken slider, um, uh, sweet and savory, um, basic chicken slider um, with a little rum rum syrup on it. Uh, the gnocchi with uh, vodka sauce and a, uh, a turkey meatball. Yeah. Uh, that was fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I uh, we were in the middle of making it, and I was just like, I I didn't count. I didn't count. Do a head count. This doesn't make sense. <laughs> like why? Like I'm hand making, yeah. <laughs> hand making all these. I was like, this is good for like four people. I don't know <laughs> why I picked this at all. Uh, but it was fun. like I was, at first I was like, if everyone gets three of these, is that enough? <laughs> Zach was like, what do you think? I was like, no, it's not. It's not gonna be enough. <laughs> Gonna have to make so much more. <laughs> have you ever ran into that problem? Just ran out of food. That's a really good question. Yeah. Ran. I mean, like you're serving a dinner party and you're like, "Sorry, guys, I did not account for enough so, people." So we didn't used to do menus because mm-hmm. something almost always got botched, and then we just wouldn't mm-hmm. serve it, and the guests wouldn't know. Now I'm locked in. Now if like yeah. if I bring you like you know spaghetti, you're gonna be like, "Where's the gnocchi?" Yeah. <laughs> like, it says it right here on this menu. Different type of gnocchi. Right. Sometimes we used to like. Sometimes I would forget a course. Like one time, I forgot a whole thing of ribs in the oven, and then like after the first break, I just brought ribs out. Everybody's like, "What are you doing? What's happening? <laughs> you already ate a full meal." Uh, can you give that to Zach there? Zach, uh, Sauce Boss Zach made a uh, wonderful uh, dessert. I did mm-hmm. a, uh, a bread pudding with uh, uh, bourbon and maple, and there were some pecans in there as well. Then I did a uh, cocoa whipped cream. Yes. <laughs> that was really good. And it was, uh, mm-hmm. 
a substantial portion. It was huge. <laughs> it was huge. It was so like I looked around and everybody had some on their plate still. I'm like, it's not that we didn't like it. I think we're full and it was huge. Like if you served that size in a restaurant, that would be like for four people to eat. <laughs> oh, I would complain. <laughs> like, can I speak to your chef, please? This is way too much. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, so there you go. There was the yeah. Thank you. I mean, it was so good. <laughs> my yeah. favorite was the pineapple chicken sliders. I did. Yeah, love that was that. my favorite. I loved it. I loved. I loved how it actually went very well with the cocktail. I was like, mm, I can eat this part and drink this all day. But I love the gnocchi. Mm. I man, I'm not a gnocchi. Like I said, I'm like, mm, it's okay. But this one, chef's kiss. Chef's Whoa. kiss. <laughs> Well, thank you. It was a uh, it was a fun menu. It was a fun kind of uh, kind of take. And we just did a whiskey brunch like two weeks ago, so it was just like, are we running this back too soon? But my doctor said yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, you're you running back too soon. Well, you didn't have to drink that much. <laughs> you, you told me offline. You said we have to. Uh, did you two were you involved with uh, butter this past year? No. Mm-mm. No. We got to do that next year, this year. Yeah. I mean, we year. all have to do it. Like, yeah. we, we want to be part of. Are you the inviter? Do you just get to invite people to right? <laughs> I just, I just think any, any black people that are doing dope stuff in the city should, mm-hmm. uh, we should, we should all support each other. And I, yeah. like, it just looked like such a dope event that I was like, I, I, I'm mad that I didn't go, and then I'm mad that I wasn't part of it. So this year, mm-hmm. I want to like, be a part of it and. Um, yeah. Oh, what's going to happen? Y'all sound like a perfect fit for that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. We'd love to be a part of that. I've, I've, re- um, in a past life, I was a reporter. So I've reported on it for as long as it's been here. Oh, yeah. Been around. You Please. know what I'm saying? Where'd so, you report? Where'd you report from? Um, locally, WRTV. That's oh. where I was. Yeah. Were you on air yeah. or off air? I was I off air. That works. I was on the streaming app. No, that's a perfectly fine <laughs> okay. question. I was a digital reporter. Oh, okay. So I was on the streaming app. Yeah. But yeah. So, Thanks. um, they do some really amazing things. Really amazing things. I'm excited for it this year. And then, when is it? September? Huh. We're just going to crash the party. Like, here, if we don't get invited, we're we'll just, just going to go. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll just gonna show up. set up another, like, rival one across <laughs> the street called Margarine. Just <laughs> 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 all the folks that didn't make the cut. <laughs> and so uh. I want to be, like, the, the, the one of but, one of better, something one like that. that. You remember those? Like, one of better, but. No, those are jeans. I I thought we were going to call it, I can't believe it's not butter. That's what I was looking for. That's it. That's it. I can't believe it's not butter. (laughs) No applause, Zach. (laughs) Come on, Zach. (laughs) Fine. Fine. That was really good. Oh, man. So what's the, like, what's the, I guess you said intimate, but like, so what's the biggest kind of event that you would do? Good good question. Um, I don't Honestly, we can do well and to keep our integrity. Like, I would do no more than 150. Okay. For mm-hmm. about four to five hours. I mean, 150 people for one bartender, that's, that's a busy. Well, yeah. we, we would that's both some work. definitely be there. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. Like, that's some work. <laughs> we would both definitely be there. Yeah. And <laughs> do, you, do you ever like, do you, do you like batch cocktails and stuff like that? Or is it all like to order? I try not to batch. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I don't know. Like, I love, 
I love doing it. I love like mm-hmm. creating the process. Like, of yes, it. Yeah. I love like mm-hmm. the shaking. I love putting the all the ingredients in the tin. Like I just like that. It's, it's less intimate to batch, right? Yeah. And then if you met like if you mess up batching, then you gotta you have to figure out where it's just yeah. You know, you gotta figure out where you messed up mm-hmm. and like. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I forget a lot of things. You know, like I was making two of our like two of our cocktails this morning and I was just like, all right. And somebody asked me a question. I looked up and I looked back down. I was like, <laughs> well, hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I'm Ooh. only counting to two. I was like, where did I where did I go wrong? Um, so I, but I really like and then but talking to people while I'm doing it is that extra connection mm-hmm. you know i'm mm-hmm. like and then people are like hey can you make it a little more of this a little less this i'm like yeah man i got you it's that's easy but i hate being able to be like nope sorry it's our batched here you go yeah like that's not fun also i feel like that's not what folks typically want are paying you for you know what I'm yeah. Saying? Yeah, they yeah. Want you to like they're like they want you to shake up the tins yeah. they want you to know they're more often than not at the events like we are talking to the guests more than yeah. perhaps the hosts are mm-hmm. so that's that's like our big thing too it's like you you're know. part of the party exactly like part of yeah the, yeah. Just- yeah but also i do want to add though like we will like because part of our cocktail curation services is like helping um folks build up a menu mm. like we'll do that for you like if you don't want to pay for us to come and like serve at your event or party or gathering then we will help you come up with like a few cocktails that you perhaps want to like make and serve at your party. And if you're like, I want to just batch this shit so I don't have to. Sorry, can I cuss on here? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So <laughs> I just want to like. <laughs> we are now introducing uh, shit. You used um, <laughs> one cuss word for the show. Uh, <laughs> now we're back to rated R, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry about that. We're trying to be PG. Oh, man. <laughs> um, if you do want to batch it, then like we're not going to say no. Like we'll come up, we'll help you come up with the recipe and all of that to batch it. Well, yeah, you don't want to like just like just drop off containers and be like, here you go, guys, just push the button. <laughs> like, yeah. what? Why did I pay seven thousand dollars for this? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, if you will, if you want to pay that much, we can. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, <laughs> if you guys just want to add me, if they need an entertainer for any of your guys' things, just add mm-hmm. us on. We could do some sketches or you know I could just be the guy that like gives people thumbs up in the corner for the vibe oh I think yeah I think we should definitely figure out a way to do <laughs> some sort of collaborate and we can figure it out off mic but I'd love mm-hmm. to do some sort of collaboration uh I think we could do like a really cool dinner yeah could our we- clients ask for an assortment of things like most of the times it's usually like, hey, do you have a space for this? Because they're like, we want to do this, but we don't want to be at like these typical spaces. We want to, mm-hmm. um, you know, like a different kind of a space. So typically we're usually searching for spaces mm-hmm. like all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's something that we've been looking for a lot. When we went to parties in high school, like this is what we needed too. Like you guys do. <laughs> no, you're not lying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. Saying, yeah. Not only. Do you I, cater high school parties? Yeah, that what you're that's, that's what I was. Just, well, just go ahead. Take these out. Let's go. <laughs> Trying to get a no We do. We do have mocktails, so oh. don't you even worry. Because we do have like clients who want to have like a sweet sixteen. We yeah, have clients sure. who the high school yeah. graduation. Yeah, the high school graduation. Oh my gosh, it's so huge. I have to push against that. Like, wait, do people really hire people? For mocktails for high school parties, a thousand percent. Oh yeah, we've had those in- inquiries. For like, sure. what type of dad is that? Those like, I, w- I want to get them started early. 
No, never mind. I'm not judging. I am kind of judging. You're just going after their their clientele. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. No, no, that's cool. Actually, no. Kids should start drinking earlier. I'm on your side. Mocktails are really cool. I, yeah, yeah. 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 We, we call them. Well, but you know how pissed. Yeah. You know how pissed I would. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I'm saying. I was just saying. I call them zero poop cocktails. Okay, there you go. Zero poop. We don't say mocktails anymore. But I would be super pissed if I showed up to. A party or a high school party, and I'm ready to drink, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, this is mocktails," because we like to follow the law. And then I'm I'm smashing stuff, and then I'm like, "Wait, why am I 34 at a high school party?" That's the real question. That's why I stopped going to high school parties. You're boring now. They they also asked you to stop coming. He's like all of them. He's like Matthew McConaughey right now. They say this. <laughs> this is this is uh, twenty one Jump Street. All right, I'm done. This is so bad. All right, we're gonna get this guy a mocktail. We're gonna take a quick commercial break. No. We'll be right back. <laughs> Gen Z can't stop raving about the Harder Brunch Patreon. Patreon.com backslash Harder Brunch slaps. No cap, the Harder Brunch podcast is busting on God. Move over, Boomer. Gen Z's here to talk to you about the Harder Brunch Patreon. Harder Brunch podcast on Patreon, $3 a month, low-key a steal. The Harder Brunch podcast, dead ass, has me bricked up every day. <laughs> Listen, Listen to these, these all totally real testimonials. No, like, I'm getting paid to do this, don't worry. Yeah. No. You think I do this for free? No. The Harder Brunch podcast, dead ass, Sound slaps. younger! The Harder Brunch podcast, dead ass, slaps. Just go to patreon.com backslash harder brunch. The Patreon After Brunch podcast hits different. That shit makes you feel shit. The Harder Brunch podcast fucks. Hi. Welcome back to the Harder Brunch podcast. That wasn't weird at all. That's how I... Always restart the show. <laughs> Welcome back to the Harder Brunch Podcast. Uh, February, we, we talked about a little bit at the top of the hour, but uh, February is Meat Cake 3. This is our third year of doing Meat Cakes. Bam, 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 bam. And I'm very excited. Uh, we have eight chefs that are going to be competing this year. And well, seven and Zach, and um, oh, <laughs> it's Boo button. We have some real heavy hitters in the in the meat game. We have some uh, professional pastry chefs. We we have uh, uh, Mike Gomez from Gomez Barbecue. We have Ashley Brooks, Ross Katz. Wait, what is a meat cake invitational? Meat cake invitational is chefs competing to make uh, creations, basically wedding cake size cakes out of meat. And uh, to the victor goes the title of Meat King for an entire year. And who is the current Meat King right now? The current Meat King is uh, Bridget Haran. Peace, peace be upon her. Uh, and um, for now, she has, uh, I don't know, a couple weeks left. Have you, well, have weeks you prepared, left in the Meat King game. Have you prepared, though, for her to win again a double meat? Like, uh, It's not going to happen. It's like, that's crazy talk. It's crazy talk. Because that could be an upset. I've reviewed the tapes from last year. Uh, oh. You know, I've gone back to the, gone back to the lab. The flake gate or something? Uh, well, there was cornbread gate. But, <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, February 26th at Tinker House Events. 
Um, tickets are on sale right now for uh, through Eventbrite. Super fun. Really the only kind of competition of its kind. Last year we had people come from Ohio just because they were like curious, <laughs> you know. We had people coming in off the streets. They're like, what are they doing in mm-hmm. here? Uh, Thad hosts the whole event. Um, we have a national anthem. There's, <laughs> there's, there is that. There's a... Uh, <laughs> It it's, is it's Kissed by the Rose by Seal. It's a, <laughs> it's a very yes, long yes, national yeah. anthem, but yes. if you're watching this, practice the words, guys. Yeah. I don't want to do this by myself again. I'll, I'll tell you what. Again, he, I'm sorry. He had everyone stand for the national anthem, and then he played Kiss from a Rose. And the thing about Kiss from a Rose is it's so much longer than you remember it. Mm. It's so mm-hmm. much longer. So, like, you, when you think it's done, you start to sit down, and another verse comes yeah. back up. I just thought it was like as long as like a Batman trailer, you know. I was like this is, but it was way longer. <laughs> and then uh, we also have uh, oh, thumbs up, Lynn. Thumbs up, Lynn. I'm sorry. I I just read on your notes. I don't want to spoil, but yeah. it says sex chickens. I didn't write that. Oh, you didn't? No. Okay, I just got trapped. <laughs> who, <laughs> who wrote sex chickens? <laughs> <laughs> on on the paper here. That doesn't make sense. Who did it? Oh, is that you? Oh, no. Okay. All right. I feel like, I feel like the like uh, teleprompter, like an anchorman, just like reading, like, and sex chickens. <laughs> Wait, what? Anyways, uh, thumbs up, Lynn, baby. <laughs> thumbs up, Lynn. When you have to get out of a conversation about sex chickens, it's good for that. Uh, we we had a lot of uh, a lot of people participate and, and put a hashtag thumbs upland and send it to us and we will be drawing and posting the winner of that fifty dollar gift certificate this week. Um, guys, we do a lot of uh, we do a lot of competitions and I feel like your your chances of winning are always very good. Very so like, good. Like when we when we do a competition, get in, get in on the ground floor because you're gonna have really good odds of winning. And uh, someone's gonna have that fifty dollars gift certificate, and they're gonna be like, "What's up?" For, for yeah, it's, it's gonna be great. And if you guys want to keep doing thumbs up, and even if there's not like a <laughs> gift certificate, you guys you can do that. The, you know what the best thing about that gift certificate is? What? Uh, you can go and up. People don't always think about it, but Upland has like delicious food. Mm. Like uh, there's kind of one located no matter where the Fountain Square to us, College Carmel, Eighty Second Street, wherever you're at. Uh, you just memorize those. Fanta- just off the top of the dome right there. It was awesome. Fantastic food. Fantastic food. So you can take that $50 gift certificate and uh, take someone out on a little special date. You know, that special someone in your life. Or get on the apps. I don't know. You know, go it's- to a high school reunion and <laughs> connect with someone you haven't seen in a long time. Or yeah, go it- to church maybe, you know. like <laughs> I don't know. Where do people find love? Where does it happen? <laughs> At, at the upland. host just comes and ravels <laughs> in the middle of an upland ad. Not happening. I'm so lonely. <laughs> so, um, speaking about, we were talking about being Haitian. Uh, I wasn't. Sorry. I think I was in my head talking about being Haitian. <laughs> no, uh, like, so have you met any of the your Haitian roots, like, family? Or was that just, like, a, a corner of your life that people didn't talk about? That's a really good question. So we, um, it was one of my aunts, so one of my dad's sisters, who is very, she was very into trying to figure out, before 23andMe, she was really trying to figure mm. out, like, our roots and our ancestry, and that's how um, 
she really got my great grandmother to talking, and we you can only take you know um, those stories that our family tells us so far. So, but she was really trying to dig deep in our roots, and that's how I found out a lot of information. But for the most part, like my grandmother was an only child. My great grandmother did not speak to her family. Mm. So it's kind of, you know, it was kind of a dead end. Yeah. So, I don't know. We're, I have taken it upon myself to really try to like dig further. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, rather up like in light of everything that's going on in Haiti right now, like there's a, like a bunch of political chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, cops are getting like shot in the streets right now. And it's like people are trying to leave the, the country because like, it's not safe. It's it's chaos. Um, it was very interesting. Like the other night, like my uh, biological brother that I haven't seen for like eleven years was just in town in Indianapolis, and we connected, and we just got to like sit down and talk about like everything that's going on in Haiti, and like just like how people are trying to leave, and it's like and no one's paying attention to it. And I was like, I was saying like basically you have to search for this information. I don't know. So like it's it's just like a a very interesting thing. We, we'll we'll talk about it later. Yeah, for off, sure. Off mm-hmm. uh, podcast because I want to learn how to make some Haitian food and do a Haitian party. Oh my gosh, I have just the person for it. Okay, a, a private mm-hmm. Haitian speakeasy. That's what what's going to happen. Okay. Oh my gosh, she's a great woman too. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Will you will you cook a dish for this too? Private dish? <laughs> he said sure. <laughs> He's like no. Yeah. That would be funny. Like I will not participate. <laughs> At all. We turned a famous <laughs> Haitian chef. <laughs> My favorite part about that story uh, was that we are in the process of getting a hot tub. And there, like, I came home and there was this giant hot tub. Like, it's just like plywood slab, like, like, like seven feet by seven feet. And I was like, oh, we got, we got like the base for the hot tub. And he was like, yeah, my brother helped me move it. And I was like, oh, your brother from Haiti that you never see, you haven't seen in years. You, he he just left a a coup in Haiti and you made him move stuff when you saw (laughs) (laughs) the first thing you did was like, hey, grab this. Yeah. I mean, that's how you relate is you work together. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Families work together. How did how did you guys uh, meet and become involved? Yeah, that's a great question. It's a really good question. Yeah. You want me to take this? You want to take it? Mm, uh. um, <laughs> we both worked at uh, Harry and Izzy's downtown, which um, you know, shout out to Hughes Culinary, but um, really good company. Um, yeah, that's how that's how we met. That's kind of yeah, that's how we met. <laughs> We both have two different versions of the story, so that's why I think we, we both remember it differently. Do you guys and, know uh, each other? <laughs> right. Good question. Um, no, so yeah, we did meet at Hughes Culinary. Um, it was, uh, it was one of the, like, I don't know. It was like a crazy time in I think both of our lives, and we were just like, you know what? Let's just, you know, like, I remember asking her, I was like, hey, it's like. Hey, do you want to go out for like a drink or something sometime? Wait, hold on. How old are you? And she was like, um, you know, very offended. I was like, I'm 22. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I was like, she was like, how old are you? I was like, well, I'm 30. So we can hang out if you like, but like, you better just come correct a little bit. You know? <laughs> okay. She just didn't look 
30 at the time. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) It was rough because I don't know in the queer community or when you're trying to meet somebody of the same sex, it can be like you don't know how to approach it because you don't want to make somebody feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, I don't know if this person you don't just want to come right out and just be like, are you a lesbian? Because I'm interested. (laughs) And, like, also lesbians can be, I'm sorry, but, like, our community can be super judgmental. So it's like, I don't know. So that was, it was like that was constantly tiptoeing around. And then finally, like, by, like, the third date, we were able to finally make it, like, be honest and all these other things. So So you guys didn't know until the third date. What what were those first two dates like? Oh, God. I mean, super hilarious. The first one was awkward. The second one, I feel like we fell in love. Like, we were were in love, but, you know, we didn't want to be those lesbians who U-hauled, you know, like, straight away. (laughs) It was really hard. But the third date, we could U-haul. Like, we we could do it. The proper amount of minutes has passed yeah yeah whoa so. and how long have you guys been together since we're gonna be celebrating five years and in, in may nice yeah mm-hmm. i would love to do a short film called three dates about that whole situation <laughs> it's hilarious I'm, totally I'm glad that was the title you picked because i didn't know where you were going with that <laughs> <laughs> why are you that scared I i'd like i'd like to make a movie about that what <laughs> three dates. yeah like the first the first one um we were standing out, standing in line at Metro, and I was like, you know how you get just really nervous, but you're like, okay, this is going to a second location, so that's good, right? Mm-hmm. We're gonna dance, and her member, I don't know who this person was, but she looked back at us and she was like, oh my god, you guys are so gorgeous together, like this. Are you guys together? And then she goes, oh no, we work together. I was like, dang. Oh, oh. It wasn't uh, like that. Did like, you say that was like Let's go ahead and take that yes, sale all the way down. <laughs> I was like, we're not even friends. We shared a meal. We shared a meal. You know, like... She's like, nah, that we work together. I like, was oh. nervous. I didn't know. I didn't want to be like, I don't know. It's I don't fine. know. It's fine. It's a lot of pressure. So. You're like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> we work together. <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me? We're not even friends. No. That was it. Damn. Co-workers only. This is only our second date. <laughs> I don't even know if she's gay. <laughs> right, this is all facts, though. But all at that facts. point, I was like, well, I stand no chance. That's fair. Oh, Wait, you guys were at the Metro and we weren't sure what was going on yet? Right. Like, that's the thing. That's when we went hands. to Chatham. <laughs> that's when I was like, do you want to go to Metro? And then if she said yes, I was like, okay, well, all right. We're fine. I think we that. are. And then, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I got awkward. Yeah. It was <laughs> a roller coaster ride in the beginning. Yeah, it was. It was a roller coaster for sure. Yeah, I used a pickup line on her too. It was oh, like, okay, we don't have to go over everything. No, this is the well, we should, we should. This is a great one. So, you oh, know, God. like I'm, I'm very socially awkward, and I, I understand that. So Are it you? took me I feel a minute. Like so far, we're just seeing me as well. <laughs> <laughs> you. But okay, go ahead, paint your you picture. Know, I will. Okay. I have a broad stroke. So I'm over here, like, working myself up. And we've been talking and kind of, like, just kind of, like, industry flirting at this point. You know how that goes. Yeah. And um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Today's the day. And so I go up to her, and I have this whole dialogue planned out. And I said, you know, I met the the second most beautiful woman I've ever seen in Paris. And she goes, oh, really? What's she like? And I go, <laughs> At this point, I thought we were friends. Like I, I was wasn't like, sure. What do you mean? What is she like? Um, <laughs> so I was taken aback, obviously, and I was like, "All right, cool. Um, 
It wasn't the right question, right? You right, wanted, it wasn't the, the right question. The question is, who's the first? Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You got it. You got it. And so I didn't know what to do. Socially awkward over here. And I was just like, uh well, you weren't supposed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and she literally just like looked at me and just like I was like you walked away. Yeah, I was like you you weren't supposed like, to say sorry. that. Yeah, and I was just like I don't know what to do after that. And I left. And you walked away. I didn't know yeah, what to she do. Walked away. I promise I had Chased one line and one line only. And and she's like, "What was she like?" Right. <laughs> I would have known that the second That was probably my question still. <laughs> what was she like? There was no other You were in Paris. What was she like? Right. And so I just I was like I I give up now. Uh, so just witnessing what I saw upstairs, you both work very well to, together. Was there any kind of concern about like taking a relationship and making it a business relationship? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, we definitely, um, but we, we typically do check-ins just on a personal level, but then especially with like the business we do check-ins, but, um, this is her baby. So I will always have her, you know, take the driver's seat when it comes to almost anything. Um, but, uh, yeah, we do, we do work really well together, but I think it's cause we know our, we know our place, like, mm-hmm. we know our lane. Um, yeah. so yeah. 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 It's so great to have, a, a partner, uh, in business that compliments you like that like for harder brunch like i'm the socially awkward one obviously out of this pair and so uh, i also also am so (laughs) so like i love the fact that i can kind of hide in the kitchen and like that Mm -hmm. is out there like charming everybody and like i imagine if the roles were reversed it would just be like a lot of burnt food and awkward conversation (laughs) (laughs) one you know i don't burn food (laughs) I like my food. What? Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't burn food. What? You don't you cook food. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a lie. We don't That's tell the fans that. Okay. One, I do cook food. Uh, and two, I like my. I don't like things overcooked. I don't like things burnt. I don't like things hard. I like things soft. Mm-hmm. Like when you eat it. You know what I mean? Like jello? Like jello, eat gravy, bread. Biscuits, soft bread. I like soft biscuits. Soft biscuits. Um, Name some more soft foods. I mean, there's a lot of soft food. <laughs> canned fruit. I had some steamed canned. or soft cooked vegetables. Did you just look up soft <laughs> foods? This is where our producers just really phoning it in. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how you know the podcast is pretty much in order. Yeah. We're talking about soft foods, <laughs> or they're doing a fantastic job. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if they could uh, hold a conversation about f- soft foods, I'm in. But anyways, I do cook a little bit. Do you, do you guys both cook? Mm, I cook to survive. That's how I. That's how I. Always Who's cooking cook. at home? Who's how are you getting the food? I say one moment, like one. It's like <laughs> one minute. I'm like having fun in the kitchen, like during the pandemic and during the times we were all inside. I was really having fun with cooking coming into my own but lately i haven't been doing uh too much cooking i feel like you've been doing a lot of the cooking yeah i think we do a lot of like um whoever is feeling inspired in that moment you know nice. and we all have like you know we're like oh yeah this is my time to shine and you just really want to like, get in the kitchen and we'll like do a lot of experiments in there and trying to figure out which one which ones we like and like what our go-to's are uh, but we've really been like in a Trader Joe's, so anything from there, we've just been like psh, done. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah, that's my happy place. We need, a, we need an East Side Trader Joe's. Oh, we do. Don't we? Yeah, 
traveling clear up there is just. See, I, the farther I get from, like, I can't go much northern than north and like Broad Ripple. I feel like my powers start, you know, <laughs> closer I get to Carmel, uh, just start shriveling up. You know, That's yeah. fair. That is totally fair. <laughs> I'll hear like all these like cool new restaurants popping off, and I'm like, oh, I never heard of that. Where that? And there's like 89th Street. I'm like, never gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good for them. It's like right. great. Yeah, I love that for them. There is, <laughs> there is a uh, a black open mic that is like uh, that uh, Aisha runs, and I'm like, I want to go see that. In Carmel, it's on the north side for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. It's popping up there, I guess. But what's it called? Uh, Margarita Mondays, I think. Oh. Yeah. It used to be downtown, which was dope. And it was at um, Michael's. Mm, yeah, off of Ohio Street. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it was really cool because a, a lot of people don't realize, like, <laughs> a lot of people don't realize that there's specifically black rooms for comedy. Mm. And it's even, like, it's one of the things that sometimes when you say, like, a black room, mm-hmm. I've had white people correct me and they'll be like, oh, no, everyone's allowed in the same room. I'm like, no, I, I, I know, but they're pock there, rooms. There are, you know, there are, like, like, when I started, it was very much predominantly white, like, kind of hipster. And, yeah, there's people of color in it, but it's different than, like, an all-black room, you know, mm. like, of comedy and, like, more, like, urban sensibilities and you know and like when i first started i was doing all these white rooms and i just eventually i had to like ask one of my like black comic friends I'm like, where's the black room <laughs> like i just i just wanted to try something different and i want to be able to be funny in front of any kind of you know any kind of room or whatever and uh so doing that just kind of really opened up i don't know why i started talking about this i'm interested though like Carmel. how are how are you guys celebrating black history month um, I'm actually protesting it this, <laughs> this year. Tell me more. You know, I mean. Because it's the shortest month. You want a longer month is what you're saying? Oh, you need a longer month. No. I think it could be shorter. But like, because <laughs> I, I, I think it needs to be celebrated every day. You understand? I'm not a February Black History Month person. You know, I actually, I grew up in a, a white town um, called Columbia City. And they'd like have like drive your tractor to school day and stuff like that. I had that too. Um, I've heard a lot about drive your tractor. Yeah, to yeah. School day. So they'd it's have like that. that rural Indiana thing. Yeah. And then during like Black History Month, they would bring uh, Confederate flags, mm-hmm. so like to school and like, or if it was like Dr. Martin King Jr.'s birthday, uh, they would bring Confederate flags. So like Black History Month was never really fun. You know, it was mm. all, it was almost like a, all right, here we go. Yeah, yeah. I remember, oh man, that's crazy. Uh, so I remember when I was uh, like a freshman, they had uh, like a they were gonna like have a Kwanzaa celebration, and these people were gonna come and just teach everyone about Kwanzaa, like in the gym or something. And it was like on Friday, uh, you can wear like kind of traditional African colors, and it was uh, a private school with predominantly white people, and some of the students wore all white t-shirts and sat in a K. Like really, in, yeah. Like wow. in the like, just as a funny goof, you know, in the nineties, sure. <laughs> just, like oh, yeah. just like a just like a like a fun time. So uh, I'll see. A lot I of can't imagine what it was like in a, that was in the city. So I can't imagine what like. Yeah, I've had people say to me like, oh, like just not even like in a like hateful way, but just in a very like, oh, we didn't have MLK Day because we didn't have any black students. 
And I'm like, how? That doesn't make sense. Racist, yeah, do you sense. have to be to not want the day off? No, <laughs> no, 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 for real. Like, what? what are we doing? Doing? How does that work? <laughs> yeah, Man. it is kind of crazy. Like, we wouldn't have people complain. Still, I will see people in that Facebook group, they'll complain, like, why should I have a Black History Month? And then their excuse is, like, we've, we did have, we've done more bad things to other nationalities, too. It wasn't <laughs> just the Blacks. Man. Like what about the Japanese? <laughs> we did some bad stuff to the Japanese, mm. and like that's that's how you're, that's how racist you are. You have to bring up other races that you've yes. Uh, it's it's it doesn't make sense. Mm-mm. Uh, I th- I think well, I mean, I think one thing for for us that kind of like doing stuff like butter. I like I I would like to be in more involved in like because uh, we do a lot of just like food culture. We do a lot of like business and obviously like any chance i get to like put up a black comic or a black entrepreneur of course i'm going to do it but i think to kind of put ourselves some <laughs> sorry i just saw that nancy pelosi taking a, <laughs> a knee come on why is that on black history month page wait she made it Hang up the uh, oh. oh go pelosi <laughs> That's distracting. Okay. 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 Well, there's uh, a, what, what is on the screen is a lot of white people kneeling and taking a knee in Congress. In, it was. Con- you guys remember this happened like two years ago. This was a, a photo op that was a little cringy. Uh, but yeah, I think <laughs> I, I I definitely I definitely think being in in some of those like uh, um, spaces, I think seeking those out and being a part of you know what's actually going on in the city is is. Part of what I would like to do, you know, and again, not just in February, but mm-hmm. the, the whole year. Yeah. Um, can you please put that on? It's <laughs> so disturbing. It really is distracting. Like, I'm like trying to look at like different people who are taking me. I went and I saw, have you seen Book of Mormon? Mm-mm. Oh my gosh. There's this really, like, there's this whole, uh, so these Mormon missionaries go out and they're trying to convert people like in like war torn like uganda or something and uh they they they're trying to baptize people and they they get this village to start getting baptized and so they're all happy and it's just uh all these white mormon boys singing this song called we are africa <laughs> and it's written by trey parker and matt stone so yeah. it's, it's a comedy or whatever but like that was the first thing that i thought about was that picture of pelosi dealing <laughs> that's hilarious we are africa we are africa. i do think black history month is important um because like with my students like at school like we talk about ruby bridges we talk about different like leaders like they don't know they don't know and these stories are getting older and older and older like mm-hmm. you know like like ni- they don't remember 9-11 and so like a lot of this is like ancient history because like the more we muffle it the more people forget and that's why we have people on the internet saying ludicrous stuff um or getting away with saying ludicrous stuff and or trying to take what is it called white blotting i forget what it's called not white splaining where they try to white out America, whitewashing, whitewashing. There's mm-hmm. a lot of whitewashing. Yeah, yeah. So I mean that. I mean the reason why we have the, these months. I think we need to. It needs to be up in the forefront of education and, and educating our kids. What happened? Yeah. I wanted to do something. Uh, for, so I wanted to do something for Juneteenth, and Juneteenth always falls during Pride Month. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do like a, a big gay black like ice cream Sunday, and yes. I was just like. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't feel comfortable just doing the gay part. So I was going to have like, I, I, I need some, I need some gay chefs to help me do the yeah. gay part. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'll do the black part. You do the gay part and we'll put a giant <laughs> Sunday together for Juneteenth. Ice cream. I love that. Uh, June- oh, dang. 
I had something, but I don't no, want to say it. No, no, it's all right. Mm-mm. We'll cut it out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm okay. Was it a pun? It was. <laughs> How'd you was know? It, <laughs> I scream, you scream, we all scream for... This queen. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there's... Yeah, queen can go both ways on that. I like that. I like that. Yes. That's queen with, yeah. with a K. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Is there... <laughs> Is there like a drag, uh, like, themed restaurant, like just like where all the chefs like wear drag or anything like that? I haven't heard of one, but I would or, love it. Yeah, like a drag, like I think a drag waitresses or waiters, or whatever. That would be kind of cool. And if it, oh, that would be really cool. Because I know there's a drag brunch, but I don't know mm-hmm. about a, a whole drag restaurant. Yeah, right now. Oh. I feel like that may be something on the coast somewhere. I don't think that's happening in the <laughs> <Yeah>. Midwest. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've been to the Midwest, Dad, but it is. There it is. Oh, there, there's 10 of the best drags. <laughs> ten of the, that's what they're called. Yep. <laughs> Always have been. <laughs> well, it kind of cut off. I couldn't read it. But anyways. Oh, my gosh. Uh, what, what are your guys' um, – uh, like business goals for 2020 like what uh, what are your big goals for the rest of the year here Man, that's a great question something we talk about all the time mm-hmm. and i think it's uh, i think it's funny because we kind of have our own goals for 2023 yeah i was like is that the year yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's rough <laughs> what is this? It's rough. um but my goal really is to um keep growing mm-hmm. you know like i want at least um I don't know. I want to be able to do specific um, events. Like I would love to do a. We were talking about this. A divorce party. I would yeah. love to do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, if both parties invited or or, or not. That's up to matter. them. Yeah, that's up to them. I'm, I'm here to rally. I'm here to celebrate some mm-hmm. some freedoms. Um, I don't know. What about you? What are some of what's yeah. like a goal or two of yours? Yeah, I think I just want to, you know, just do more events and um, eventually um, use that portable bar more, like book the portable bar. Mm -hmm. Um, That's definitely a bigger goal. Usually people are just like, yeah, just come use our counter and stuff. So I'm really excited to use our portable bar. I'm excited to um, also use our champagne wall, which we'll be having built here pretty soon. Um, And then outside of that, I look forward to kind of... um, you know, bringing more bartenders on down the line, mm. like in um, a few a few more years, we look forward, maybe maybe here in like a year or so, as we get booked more, because we both work during the day, you know, like a lot of us, we're, we're all still working and trying yeah. to, you know, we're hustling on the side. So um, my goal down the line is to get, um, you know, more bartenders under our belt. So like when we can't serve or when we have too many events going on at the same time, because we do have, in, of course, inquiries for the same time, but we can only be, mm-hmm. you know, at one place. Um, so we would love to bring more bartenders on, you know, and um, work that out. How far mm-hmm. out, like in the future, do you book typically? Lately, it's been just three months out. We haven't mm-hmm. even been like. We would, I would have, mag- have imagined when I came on that a bunch of people would have been like, hey, I need you for like in December and it's like February, you know, mm, something like that. Yeah, but lately yeah. it's been like, or we had one that was oh, super last minute. It was like the next week. Yeah, that mm. was rough. Um, and we were like, well, we can't really afford to say no. So it was like, <laughs> we had it open. I mean, mm. let's do it, you know. So yeah, yeah. Was like people just, you know, were like, hey, could you do this, you know? I Is- think it's more of like people are like, um, we just realize this is going to be a lot of work so we don't want to do it 
Is there anything? So, like, when I when I used to have a food truck at the beginning, it was just kind of like take whatever, you know. And, and mm-hmm. so, I didn't we what a byproduct of that is I learned a lot of what a good event versus a bad event was. Have you gone out on anything where you're just like, we'll never do this again? It's <laughs> like, <laughs> a good question. Yeah, take that. it'd be it's it's more like, OK, if we do take something like this again, this is what I'm going to do instead of what I did before. You know, mm, yeah, because I feel like any place, um, even if, you know, somebody just wants us there for beer and wine or if people want us to curate a cocktail for them, I feel like there's always a chance to market. Mm. You know, like it's it's the time is what you make of it. Yeah. So um, I've definitely learned like, hey, here's some marketing things. If you want this, then definitely put a couple of posts up and mm-hmm. like a store, you know, like just to get us um, have a further reach. Yeah. Can you drop a beat for me there, Zach? Well, thank you so much for being on the program today. Yeah, thank uh, you for having us. You both were wonderful. This was a lot of fun. Uh, do you want to do like an official plug where everybody can go? And, and and get and get those cra- yeah, craft yeah, cocktails. Yeah, yeah. Well, you guys can uh, follow us on Instagram at Milkman's Daughter Indie. We are also on TikTok at that name, and our website is MilkmansDaughterBar.com. Nice. Yeah. Daddy's Jake. You can find me at Liquid Therapy, where <laughs> it's not the liquid you think; it's water. Or find me at, at Fabiki <laughs> Instagram.com. Can you give this over to Sauce Boss Zach? You can find me at Zach underscore Roan on all social media. Uh, shout out to our video producer, uh, Casey Campbell. You can follow them at Danger Brewer on all social media. Yeah. And I'm at Dyke Michaels across the board. Uh, we also have another podcast that we do. It's a Patreon podcast. Uh, Patreon.com backslash Harder Brunch, only $3. You get access to our entire Patreon library. Get some really fun shows there. We always have comics on and we just act real silly. Uh, Meat Cakes, February 26th. And other than that, we'll see you next time. Bye bye.